0: And welcome back to the Pastor Patrick Podcast, where we talk everything sports news, sports related. Another day in the NBA, NFL news, Lamar Jackson getting tagged, where will he end up, is collusion going on within the NFL and the owners, what's the latest with John Morant and getting back on the court, Uh, the Lakers all of a sudden have turned it around defensively. What a week it has been in the NFL. You have Derek Carr signing with the Saints, you have Daniel Jones uh, sticking with the Giants, then you have the Giants throwing a tag on Saquon Barkley. Uh, obviously, Saquon Barkley is not going to be happy about that, and that's where we're going to start today. We're going to start off with the Lamar Jackson news and people being unhappy with their organization. Lamar Jackson was drafted, he was an MVP, by the. he was drafted by the Ravens, 32nd overall, first round, he became an MVP, took the league by storm, had a great year, I believe it was 2018 when he won the MVP, had a great year, uh, led, the, led the league in a bunch of different stats, showed that he was a uh, guy that could make the offense turn, make it run, make it go. Okay, so the Ravens have their guy, and that's the perspective we're taking today. The Ravens feel they have their guy, but then there's some people in the organization that don't feel that way. And whatever we'll we'll get to that bridge when when contract time comes. You know that's that's probably what they said. Okay, so Raven or uh, excuse me, Lamar Jackson goes along, goes along, goes along, keeps making plays. You know he he has an outstanding regular season win record. He's one in three in the playoffs. Uh, but you know guys are getting contracts now who haven't even won uh, playoff games, and uh, Deshaun Watson never won an MVP. Uh, Kyler Murray never won an MVP. I don't think Kyler's won a playoff game. Um, so you have all this happening where these guys are getting their contracts, and all the meanwhile, you see Deshaun Watson getting his 230 million guaranteed. Uh, you see Kyler Murray getting 180 some guaranteed million. You know these guys are getting their money. All the while, the Ravens are still putting off what they uh, said they were going to do way back, and that's get a franchise guy get a winning team, pay him. It's very simple. That's what you do in the NFL when you draft a quarterback. So, you know, time goes along, and, you know, last year comes, and they have a chance to sign him. What do they do? Well, we can't reach an agreement. Uh, It's reported that they offered Lamar Jackson uh, $135 million, and he turned it down. And, uh, the Ravens have denied that, and that was all guaranteed. The Ravens say, no, we, we wanted to pay him 180 million. That's the report we put out there. But Lamar Jackson's camp comes back recently and says, that's not true. Uh, the last true guaranteed offer we got was $135 million guaranteed. And that is a lowball offer by the Ravens. And this just shows what kind of franchise the Ravens want to be going forward if they don't sign him to a long-term deal. It's reported that Lamar Jackson wants around $230 million guaranteed, maybe around that money a little more than Deshaun Watson. He is worth it to me. If I was the Ravens right now, I'd assign Lamar Jackson already to a $250 million guaranteed deal. That's just, you're making so much money off of him. You're making so much money off of your team. You can afford it. I don't, I don't really understand what these teams think. If a quarterback is easy to come by, by all means, go draft one. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens because last time I checked, Zach Wilson eh, didn't really do much. Trevor Lawrence is starting to do things now, but it took a couple of years. <laughs> uh, Sam Darnold really didn't work out. Baker Mayfield really didn't work out. Uh, the list goes on and on. We could go on and on with quarterbacks where teams have said, okay, we're going to draft a guy. This is going to be our you know, franchise guy for the future. We don't need to go out in free agency and get somebody. Uh, And we've seen it backfire on a lot of different teams. And Daniel Jones, he didn't work out until they got a new coach. So let's say if you're the Ravens, you go out and you get an Anthony Richardson. Uh, You get a Bryce Young. You get a Caleb Stroud. You get a Will Levis. You get one of these guys in the draft that's coming out, and you would say, okay, this is the next Lamar. It's a diamond in the rough. Lamar Jackson has the it factor. And he's had the it factor uh, since he got in the league, and it's because he works very hard. He's very dedicated. He's very loyal to the team, and I believe today Lamar Jackson is sitting on his couch somewhere, and he is fuming. He is mad. He gave his all to this franchise the last four years. He gave his all, and he gave his all to the city of Baltimore. He played his hardest. You know, he got to the playoffs. He's won in three in the playoffs. Hey, that's he's been to the playoffs. He's won an MVP. He's your guy. You hit gold. You should be ever ever so fortunate, Ravens. It pay him 250 million. It doesn't matter. Pay him 250 million guaranteed over 5 years. And if he breaks his leg the last year, it does not matter. Okay? You have well made your money back. You are still going to be in your Super Bowl window. And uh, not only I think is Lamar Jackson hurt uh by just everything that's happened so far with him and the team. I really do feel that uh, it, it it's more slap in the face, too, when you're going out and you're signing defensive guys. Uh, they made a trade with the Bears. Uh, then they signed uh, that defensive player to a huge deal. I can't recall his name. But, you know, they signed him to a huge deal. Uh, you know, uh, you're, you're paying these different positions, and you won't pay the quarterback. And that is a slap in the face right there to Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson, any... I, 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 we're going to talk about this a little bit later with the collusion thing and what teams are thinking, but it doesn't make sense to me that there are all these teams all of a sudden publicly saying we're not interested. I don't understand it. You're, you're not interested in winning. You're not interested in uh, <laughs> having a competitive Super Bowl winning team. I don't I don't know what you're not interested in. If it's so easy to go get a quarterback, by all means, go get a quarterback. Go get one. Go get one in the draft. You'll find it, right? You're going to find another Lamar Jackson. It's easy, right? And another thing that doesn't make sense to me is some of these teams that would need a quarterback uh, would be like, okay, I'm going to trade three of my picks up to get this guy. Okay, so why wouldn't you match? Why wouldn't you go out, talk to Lamar, get him a contract, and ship off two first-round picks? Isn't that the same? But you're getting a proven winner. And trust me, if you get Lamar Jackson and you show that you want him and pay him what he wants, you are going to get the best product back on the field because he is a, a gym rat and he puts in the work in the offseason. You are going to get somebody that is all in and dedicated to your franchise and wanting to make you better. And that's the kind of player he is. So it, it mind bogg- it's mind-boggling that Russell Wilson, at his age, can get 200 and some million you know, in a contract, get a bunch of first rounders and players traded for him and have the kind of year he had last year. But Lamar Jackson, even Sean Payton, didn't they have to give up like a first rounder to get him? That's a coach. But Lamar Jackson, when he wants to get paid, when he wants his money, all of a sudden we have a problem with the way he plays. Nobody says that about Josh Allen. I, I saw Josh Allen take off uh, last year, every other play run down the field. Nobody said anything about him playing dangerously. Why not? He took off and run. Patrick Mahomes takes off and runs and hurts his ankle. He gets up. Is that ankle going to bother him? Is that going to affect his contract? It didn't. There is a double standard happening here for some reason with Lamar Jackson, and it is ever so mind-boggling to me. <laughs> Look, the, the, all these other positions, the cap raises, right? We saw, we saw Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, we saw these guys getting more and more money. The cap keeps going up for them. They keep, all right, we're going to pay these skill position players. But it's a very interesting point that the quarterbacks, they're still trying to hold the quarterback market down. And I think it's because the owners are truly scared of what they would have to pay the quarterbacks if they actually showed what they make off of them and jersey sales. And just what they make off the quarterback, I think the owners, they they want to keep that number as low as they can. You know, now for the Patrick Mahomes of the world, you know Joe Burrows, Lamar Jacksons, which Lamar Jackson should be one of those guys, <laughs> the Josh Allens. You all have to pay those, pay them guys. In my mind, these quarterbacks should be making around three hundred million, three hundred million, easy, 280, 280 million guaranteed, three hundred million. Some of the top tier guys. Uh, we we see it in the NBA. We see these contracts. Some of these young players get these contracts. You know, two hundred million. Some of these guys that you know are playing good, but don't have any championships. They're they're getting paid great money, and it's a different league. But I would say a Super Bowl is a Super Bowl. So, you know, if if Lamar Jackson shows he's won in the playoffs, not not saying he's got a Super Bowl, but if he's won in the playoffs and he shows that he's a winner, why wouldn't you just pay him? And, and he's shown that he can throw the ball. He runs it great. He runs that offense. And all I've seen is the Ravens try and hurt his career. They've taken away receivers. What are, what are you doing? And I don't get me wrong, Bateman is a, is a good receiver for the Ravens. But when you're taking away all of his weapons and then expecting him to still get you guys to the promised land, it, it's unfair. It's not. <laughs> you're asking somebody to carry a, a boulder up a mountain all by himself. So the the Ravens organization, if you ask me, are, are acting very uh, classless in this situation. They are not uh, trying to show respect to the player and what he's done. And if if Lamar Jackson does walk, well he I don't well he's not playing this year, obviously. So whatever they do, they're <laughs> they're up the river without a paddle. So if Lamar Jackson though does go to a new team, and the Ravens are like, well. Awesome. We don't have to pay you, and they go out and they they have Tyler Huntley, or they they go out and get Anthony Richardson, and it's a project, and they're just decent for the next ten years, and Lamar goes out and wins a Super Bowl, or wins you know goes to the AFC Championship game a couple of times. They're gonna look like fools. They are, and it's just mind boggling to me that we can have analytics, we can have all these you know stats, and we can have what everybody's doing. In the league with quarterbacks, and you still want to do that, and I think it's because, I think it's because you saw the Browns with Deshaun Watson, and there were a lot of teams around the league uh, that hated what the Haslam's did when signing Deshaun Watson. They hated the way they took the the cap up, the money up. They they did not like it. So when you have that, you have some teams that are wanting to go against the grain and say, you know what, no, we can't let these quarterbacks make this kind of money, and that's just. Stupid to me. It's just you have billion-dollar organizations. You make billions off these teams. Okay? The the Broncos sold for a record number. The Commanders are going to sell for a record number. You make so much money off these these teams, and you need to pay the players. You need to. And we're, we're going to see. It's going to be very interesting when the negotiations come up, the player association versus the NFL association. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens in those negotiations um but Lamar Jackson getting back to him the teams i could see him playing for and winning for we're going to talk a little bit about but it just goes to show you that the ravens who have been a decent organization and have had a lot of success are blundering keeping one of the marquee uh players in the league he just is the way he moves the way he runs You know, the way he throws the ball. I'm tired of these people saying, oh, well, the way he plays is a little dangerous. Well, the way way, uh, Jalen Hurt played in the Super Bowl is a little dangerous, don't you think? He took off running every single play. Anybody see that? The way Josh Allen played in the playoffs in his career so far is a little dangerous this year. He literally is the running back and the quarterback. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes runs to the sideline and makes a play and then takes a huge hit. Football is dangerous. It is a dangerous sport. Get over it. We have been saying, oh, the way he plays is dangerous. No, that's just a cop-out for I don't want to pay him. Uh, granted, Lamar Jackson has been injured. But if, if as long as he is not getting, you know, broken legs or each year or something surgery each year, then there is no excuse for this. Don't fall into the trap, uh ravens of overthinking the room see what you have pay the player and continue uh continue winning because you're a good franchise and you when you had lamar jackson you were winning last year when you didn't have him you started losing simple as that that should be all the signs you need (laughs) that should be all you need So let's say Lamar Jackson does go to a different team. Because it's more and more looking like that. Uh, He's not going to play for the Ravens, clearly. Uh, He's going to sit this year, so they know that. I think it's pretty much understood. Uh, If you get the franchise tag, that's guaranteed money. They're just keeping you, so don't play. Um, They may not like it, but too bad. And just let them franchise tag you again next year. Uh, I would hold out. Forget this. Uh, I think the franchise tags are stupid. When your contract's up, contract's up. You should not have that much power. And I think the negotiations of the Players Association and the uh, league, you know, the owners association, I think that they're going to have some discussions about this. Uh, getting rid, abolishing the franchise tag. Getting rid of it. Throwing it out the window. Because uh, it needs to be. It's It's stupid. That's giving the team way too much power. I played my contract out. I'm a free agent. Let's move on. Sign me or let me walk. Uh, the NBA doesn't have that, and it's amazing. You're done with the team, you can be done with the team. They're done with you, they can be done with you. So, uh, that's going to play a huge part, I believe, in the future. We're going to see what happens with that. But, you know, some of these teams uh, that could benefit from Lamar Jackson, I'm going to go through a few, and we're just going to you know talk a little bit about it. And uh, the, the first team I want to get to, the team that would benefit the most, is the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you have J- Jalen Whittle, you have... Oh, Jalen Waddle, sorry. Uh you have Tyreek Hill. You got a good running game. Uh, good defense. Uh Mike McDaniels, who's a great coach. You got um got a good line. They they got a good team all around. So I I could see Lamar Jackson going there and thriving and having a great career. Uh, because if you get Tyreek Hill, that is gonna be a lethal combination. Tyreek Hill knows what it's like to play with a big time quarterback, too. He would know how to deal with the quarterback, uh, and I think him and Lamar Jackson would just thrive together. I mean, look what look what uh, Lamar Jack- or look what Tyree Kill did last year with Tua, and there's some people saying, "Well, Tua's going to come back." Uh, I would not bring Tua back if I was the the Dolphins. We've had too many injuries here. We've had too many concussions for me. I I don't want to be a part of that. He needs to take care of his health. Um, teams need to be done with Tua. He needs to look after himself. Somebody's got to help him. And players don't want to players don't want to do that, so sometimes you got to do what's better for the player in the long run. And Lamar Jackson would thrive there in Miami. I think he would. <clears throat> and I think that's the number 1 team that could benefit from him. Uh, the number 2 team I could see would be the Jets. They have all the pieces in place. They got a good running back in Hall. They got defense, they got some receivers, I think they could benefit, uh, they seem to be in the Aaron Rodgers market which I don't really get, I would much rather take uh, Lamar Jackson over Aaron Rodgers so that that baffles me that they're going to be out on it and so is the Dolphins, It that doesn't make any sense now they could just be saying that as a smokescreen but it still is an interesting thing to watch, so <clears throat> um, the Jets could benefit from him greatly uh, Robert Sala, he's a defensive guy. Let's get some, you know, they got Nathaniel Hackett. And even though he had a bad year in Denver, uh, he's still a decent OC offensive coordinator. So I think they'll have some success with him. Uh, But I I don't understand the Aaron Rodgers thing over Lamar Jackson. Get Lamar Jackson a contract. Trade for him. Give up a couple first-rounders for him. Don't give up any of your players. All you'd be losing is money, and we know you have enough of that. So it doesn't make much sense that the Dolphins and Jets are out. Because the Jets are a quarterback away. They believe they're a quarterback away. So you gotta go get him. Gotta get him. The third team is my uh, Washington Commanders. Uh, they, they've they said they're out. <laughs> I and mean, there's a lot of teams that have said this. The Raiders, the Colts, uh, a lot of teams that need a quarterback. The Texans. Um, but all in all, I think that if you are one of these teams, you have to go out and get him, and the commanders are rumored to, you know, be out on the market, but the one thing that baffles me about the commanders is we have Ron Rivera, defensive guy, but we we got Eric Bieniemy now, we got Antonio Gibson, Brian Robertson Jr., Terry McLaurin, uh, Jahan Dotson, we got a decent line, not great, but, you know, that can be improved on in the draft if we get Lamar late rounds, and it does not make any sense to me. DRM Daron Payne, De'Aaron Payne, uh Jonathan Allen, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, uh, Kendall Fuller. We got guys on the defense. And it 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 baffles me that these teams and my team in general doesn't want to get better. They don't want to get better. I, I don't understand it. You know, the Texans would benefit from it. I don't think now I don't think he would want to go to the Texans. Uh, but you know, the Saints would have benefited from. It. They went out and got Derek Carr. Good on them. But He's not Lamar Jackson and the Giants signed <laughs> the Giants signed Daniel Jones to a good contract and he's not Lamar Jackson. So these teams, the Raiders would love him. Uh just a lot of teams here. Carolina, Tampa Bay, you have your pick of the litter. And to say all these teams are not going to be interested, uh it's I would say it's a collusion. <laughs> I'd say that's what's happening. And, you know, if that gets figured out, that is very dangerous for the league. So it would be baffling if they would be doing that. Um, But I hope Lamar Jackson gets on a team. He gets somewhere that wants him, and he will show out. Trust me. He is a great quarterback. And it's time to put some respect uh, on his name. Uh, Another thing that's in the league that's been (laughs) talked about heavily in the NBA Association is Ja Morant. um, Waving his gun around, it's reported he will stay away from the Mavs for another four games uh, on suspension from the team, uh, not the league, but the team. It's important to, to say that uh, on a healing process. Um, I don't know what that means. You wave your gun around and you're healing. So don't know what that means. But all in all, I don't like the path Jaw is going down. I think that, you know, somebody needs to show him some guidance and show him that, you know, the air of his ways. But it's not a good look for the league. And the league knows that, and trust me, they will move on without you. They will not hold on to you. This league will continue. These leagues, the NFL is gonna play without Tom Brady. The NBA, or the NBA is gonna play after LeBron. They're gonna, they played after Michael Jordan. They will just keep playing. <laughs> so don't get left behind. So uh, that, that's that's an interesting interesting story going on. We'll keep our eye on that. Uh, you know, Derek Carr's a saint right now. Got signed there. Uh, pretty cool. It was reported he met with the Jets and that they were interested but they seem to be really focused on the Aaron Rodgers thing right now. And so Aaron Rodgers, it's reported that they flew out to meet with him and that that's a mistake for me with the Jets. Uh, it's just it, it you're, you're going to bring a guy in who goes on darkness retreats who you know, smokes something when he's out on a beach in Puerto Rico enters another realm. Uh, Shrooms does all that stuff. You're gonna you're gonna you know hand the keys to the franchise. It's amazing that you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. MVP two times in a year, pretty great. But Aaron Rodgers to me is a diva. He's always been a diva. He learned from Brett Favre. Uh, Packers fans are just gonna have to deal with the fact that he's not gonna be there next year. I think this is it. Even though it's a mistake for the Jets to trade all these pieces to give up the farm for Aaron Rodgers, who's you know close to 40. He could be turning forty soon. I'm not sure, but it, it it's not a good look for the Jets. You you can't do that. Let's just leave Aaron Rodgers alone. Let's not cover what he's doing. He has gotten way too much media attention for not winning. You should have media attention for winning, not for what he's doing, not for what he's doing. It's just kind of weird. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, Tom Brady was rumored to come back. That's not happening. He's done. Uh, these rumors need to stop. Leave Tom Brady alone. He's not coming back. He He's he's enjoying retirement. He's going to work for Fox next year. It's, it's, it's just going to be, the league's going to continue on. It's going to be a good league. It's going to be a, a great product put out there. We got new stars. Uh, the, it's transitioned off of Brady, and this is what happens. You can't beat Father Time. You just can't. Uh, it wins out every every time. So just a lot of great stories going on in the, the different leagues. One thing that uh, baffles me, we, we touched on a little earlier, is the the Daniel Jones contract. Yeah, he got he got a big contract from the Giants. They they franchise Saquon Barkley. That just does not make a lot of sense to me. Um, look, there like we've talked about, there are two ways to win in the league. Pretty much one way. Uh, other than having an all-around team, the other way is having a great quarterback. Now, maybe the Giants see something with Daniel Jones, but I just I don't. I think you've gotten his max potential out of him. I think it's a little bit of a mistake. And and trust me, if you had access to a guy like Lamar Jackson, it's not an issue. Alright, I would rather take Lamar Jackson than somebody in the draft who we know is not going to be great. You know, or you know, 50-50. Because you know, it's 50-50 in the draft. Whether you want to admit it or not, you don't know how this guy is going to translate. You don't know the injuries he's going to take. So the the whole thing is where it, it's, just, it, it's baffling because if you have Lamar Jackson, you don't worry about the draft. You get Lamar, you're fine. Even if you get Aaron Rodgers, you're fine. Uh, but where you would need to take a risk is in the draft and with Daniel Jones. Let him go. Go into the draft. Get somebody. That high potential. Will Levis is a big quarterback. He he could almost represent a Josh Allen, I think, if you work on his speed with uh, Brian Dable. You could maybe get a little bit of a Josh Allen out of him or Anthony Richardson. These guys are big quarterbacks, big strong quarterbacks, big arms. It it's pretty surprising to me that the the J- Giants, excuse me, not the Jets, the Giants are sticking with Daniel Jones and mediocrity. Uh, for the next few years, yeah, he got him to the playoffs, but uh, a lot of people, I, I don't understand that because even though he got him to the playoffs, their their schedule wasn't the greatest. Let's be real here. <laughs> uh, they they got into the playoffs and they were really, really, really outmatched, truly outmatched. So I don't know where the Giants are going to go from here. I think you could make a play for Lamar Jackson. You could have signed Derek Carr, who I believe is a step up from Daniel Jones. Uh, they need to get a quarterback in the draft. But they're not. They're going to stick with Daniel Jones. Same with Geno. They, they signed Geno to a big contract. You know, 40-some million isn't is isn't a small contract. Those are decent contracts. And you sign a guy to that, and then you're, are you committed? Are you not committed? It's just, it, you just don't know. So, uh, not a fan of it. I think you should take a risk. Some of these teams should be taking risk and going into the draft. All right, time for my highs and lows of the week. I mean... I dropped out in the fourth grade to run drugs to support my nano. That means you have to know the triumphs and defeats, the epic highs and lows of high school football. <laughs> and the highs and lows of the week. We're gonna start out with the low, and that is the situation surrounding Job Morant. Um, I hope he gets everything figured out. Uh, the the low is he just he has so much potential, and for him to throw it away. Too early would be uh, stupid. At least he, you know, nobody got hurt, nothing bad truly happened. Maybe he can turn it all around after this, you know, come back, have a lower profile. Don't be waving your money and guns around. It doesn't end well. Uh, So that's one of my lows of the week. My high of the week is Jared Vanderbilt and the Lakers and how they've turned it around and how he is playing defense. He is playing out of his mind. They have one of the highest uh, defense rating, defensive ratings, excuse me, in the entire NBA right now, they have catapulted up into the ninth spot. Uh, they're going to steal a few more games, I think. I think they're going to make the playoffs if they get LeBron back in a couple weeks. I think this team could really roll. Uh, DeAngelo D'Angelo Russell, uh, he <laughs> he will be back this weekend. He is going to be playing top notch. I think the Lakers are in a good spot after being so. Look. Rob Palinka should get, you know, (laughs) GM of the year or whatever because he has turned this whole thing around from not having a great team chemistry-wise to having an amazing team right now. This team is playing hard. AD, my gosh, AD is playing out of his mind. He just is. Uh, I saw that game. He had like 30 and 20. 30 points, 20 rebounds, some assists. I don't know if he had... What is assists? Where I'm sure they were in the you know ten range or something, maybe a little lower than that. But it's just it's pretty incredible to see how the Lakers have turned everything around, even without LeBron. Now they get LeBron back, they're going to enter another stratosphere. Uh, you, you just the, the the trades they made is perfect. You know Russell Westbrook went to the Clippers, and we see how that's going for the Clippers. They've put together a few you know wins, but I don't I don't think it's going to work out well for the Clippers in the playoffs. It's just it, it just never does it seems <laughs> but the lakers definitely improved happy to see it uh, hopefully they can make a deep run in those uh playoffs and when they get in cuz i think they're getting in so those are my highs and lows of the week oh, man just just a lot of news we spent so much time covering lamar jackson and what's going on with him you know we we didn't even get into who who's like my top teams going into next year we didn't even get into the Commanders and what's going on with them and the selling of them. Uh, it, it is going to be interesting to see what happens with the Commanders. Is Jeff Bezos buying us? Is Josh Harris? There, there are a couple people still rumored. Apparently, you know, Dan Snyder isn't getting the money he wanted. I don't know. This this My team is It's a dysfunctional mess until we do something to change it. It needs to sell. It just needs to sell. We signed Eric Bieniemy. I love that move. Signing him is awesome. We're going to have a way better offense, but we would need a quarterback. And this is why I believe we should go after Lamar Jackson. Could you imagine? We would have to give up our first round this year and next year. But could you imagine what we would have there in Washington? We would have Lamar Jackson. We'd have Terry McLaurin. Great backfield. We would take some linemen in the draft. We would build up our line, and we would have Eric Bieniemy and Lamar Jackson. That is a mixture (laughs) to cause some chaos in the league. And I think we would catapult to the top of the NFC East. Uh, No doubt we would be the team to beat. We would surpass the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles. That's just my opinion. Eagles got to make some hard decisions uh, this offseason. They got to decide. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast this morning. This has been Passive Patrick. Leave a review. uh, Subscribe. uh, All that good stuff. follow me on on follow me on social media Instagram Facebook Twitter all that good stuff uh, we'll talk to you guys next week